Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. 53106 is our text number that'll cost you 30 cent. You can follow us on Twitter or send us an email to afternoon at newstalk.com. Barbara and Declan are here uh, once again to uh, put your minds at ease. Exactly. Uh, about Thank your you very much. Problems. Right, you. here's your first one. My boyfriend and I recently moved in with his parents to save for a mortgage. He's the only boy in the family of five. I get on with them all quite well. But he has mentioned to me a few times that his sisters have been very critical of his former girlfriends. It seems like they have a no one is good enough for our brother attitude. Because of this, I make a really conscious effort to be liked and accepted by them as I really love my boyfriend and we plan to be together long term. The other day I noticed a piece of jewellery missing from my room. It was so weird because I always leave it in the same place. I looked everywhere in the room but it couldn't be found. I asked everyone in the house if they'd seen it. They all said no. One of the sisters went a little bit red when I mentioned it, though, which raised my suspicions. Later, when everyone was out of the house, I took a sneaky trip to her room and found it right there on her locker. Should I just take the hit and forget about the necklace or should I say something? It's going to be so awkward. <laughs> it's going to be so, so awkward. awkward. I think it yeah, already okay, is kind of awkward. You're in an awkward... Actually, this is one of those ones that, like... You get and, uh, you know, on the face of it doesn't seem very serious. But actually, I I, I mulled over it for quite a while going, I don't know what to advise her here. Like, this is a really awful situation. Um, Like, the fact is, okay, the first thing is that she's had something stolen from her. Mm. Um, But then there's also the fact that she then went into the sister's bedroom and had a poke around. That really makes me kind of like, oh God, I'm not sure that she should have uh, done if, that. If the first one is stolen, then you have to call that breaking and entering if you're going to be equally fair to both people. Yes, exactly. Yes, yes. sorry, just I wasn't sure with you. You're, yeah. you're normally, you're actually agreeing with me. No, I'm, yeah. just, I'm just saying, let's, yes. let's go full okay. scale. And yeah. Yeah. Multiple no. felonies yeah. already. Multiple <laughs> felonies. But the, and then the other thing is, I'm wondering, like, how do you go from this wo- woman who wrote in thinking that the boyfriend sisters are have been critical of former girlfriends. That's one thing. But then one of them is a kleptomaniac who stole her necklace. Yeah, like, that's a separate that issue. That doesn't really have any relation to the fact that they, they are, they've been critical and maybe don't think anybody's good enough. I'm not sure how stealing your necklace... I don't know how that relates to that. Um, so the whole thing, I think, is... <laughs> Maybe is, it's don't wear that necklace ever again because <laughs> it's really horrible. It's, uh, well, she can't. It's in the sister's room. Exactly, she looks like yeah, she didn't take it back. Going to be. Exactly. And is the sister going to rot down to Brecky one day wearing That's, the stolen necklace? Like, why? You know, I, I, I dare you to say something about it, Emily. I dare you to mention the I mean, ne- the only, the only kind of neck. logical explanation is that it's some kind of test that the sister is setting. I'm going to see now what's going to happen, how she's going to handle this. And at the end of the day, she's going to kind of say I took it as anyway that doesn't make any sense I don't know Um, (laughs) the only thing I thought that might be a way out or a way to solve it is to try to kind of rope the boyfriend in a little bit Um, maybe not even telling him that you know where the necklace is that it's in the sister's bedroom but just going on about how you loved this necklace you know it was your favourite necklace um, and you really would like to find it and take the room apart with loads of drama do you know what I mean like mattress off the bed do you know loads of drama in the bedroom looking for it and then maybe move out into the living room (laughs) and start taking the sofa apart and moving furniture because you really want to find the necklace um, uh, in the hope 
that perhaps because I mean all the sister has to do is place the necklace somewhere like under the sofa or down the back of the sofa or whatever and she's away scot-free and I'm just wondering if you just ra- you know ratcheted up a little bit you're kind of you're, you're upset and you're disquiet at having lost the necklace that you might flush her out and then I mean I don't think you're ever going to be mates with this sister <laughs> So I think that ship has sailed. Mm. But if you if if you and the boyfriend go the distance, she's always going to be there. So, you know, you can't confront her straight up and say, I know you stole me necklace because that's like, you know, that's just a a big bomb that'll never be that'll never, you know, that'll never be resolved. Um, So I'm talking absolute rubbish because I actually don't really know. That's all I have. The sister isn't a master criminal. Like yeah, she stole I, this and just left it on a locker beside her bed. That's why I think that there's a little bit of <laughs> there's a little bit of excessive reaction going on here because look the, the 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 sister who has taken the item that doesn't belong to her out of somebody else's room and has left it on very visibly on the table in her own room doing it in her own house where she's one of several sisters who probably have a culture of sharing and whatever and all that kind of thing maybe and I mean I'm being very fair or maybe extremely fair or over the top fair maybe she borrowed it like yeah like it's not I don't feel like it's stealing and then oh maybe sorry no hold on a minute the very fact that she had to go into what presumably is her brother and the girlfriend's bedroom to take it out is a bit you don't go wandering into other people's bedrooms to have a poke around. If it's in your own house, maybe you do. Maybe it's not that big of a deal. Maybe it, your level of boundary around privacy is not what they have in that house. And that's maybe what happened. I'm not saying it's right on, an, on a kind of an, uh, an abstract level. What I'm saying is, is that it happened. It happened in this girl, the kleptomaniac girls, in her own home. Um, and her reaction might have been... Oh crap! You've kind of asked me about the thing that I did when I thought you were out, and I forgot to put it back. I wore it down oh, the shops, and now it's becoming a bigger deal. If I say I have it, you'll know I was in your room, and it's all that kind of thing playing out in her she, head. She would have a very easy solution to that. All she has to do is go back into the bedroom when they're out and replant it back in under the bed or something. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. why? Why didn't the person who wrote in take the necklace? Because back to her own room. That's, that's then where are of... the next day? What's the klepto sister going to say? Hang on, I stole that yesterday. <laughs> Exactly. Okay, Sean's the only one who's awake here in this studio. No, that's, 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 that's what I mean. Yeah, I'm, saying I that the, the, that. I'm saying that the letter writer is creating all of this really. drama. The drama was, was existed before the necklace. I'm going into the situation where I've been told that everybody's against me and they're going to be critical and now this tiny little oh thing God, has happened and blame, I'm going to blow victim it blaming here. I'm not victim blaming I hear, I'm not victim blaming She's I'm saying that the, the victim crime. may not be a victim of the level of crime that she thinks has been cast I'm going maybe it's a minor thing that she can just ignore give the necklace or maybe the two things are unrelated maybe the klepto sister just has some sort of weird klepto, klepto problem <laughs> Uh, rather than it's nothing to do with liking or disliking. And maybe the other sisters keep everything under lock and key because they know what she's like. She just helps herself uh, like uh, to stuff. But they, they didn't warn uh, uh, this Mary. woman. Mary. I don't even think it needs to be anything as serious as, as she has some kind of a kleptomania problem. I think it could just be that But it's very disquieting. If, if you accept that, that, you know, that's just the, the, the kleptomaniac. She's just a bit of a headbanger and she goes around taking things and helping herself to stuff just because she, she's it's no boundaries. House, yeah, yeah. But like, what going forward? What's the our letter writer friend? What's Mary meant to do? Like lock everything up in her bedroom, put a lock on the bedroom door, so well, that what would you do if you lived with somebody like that? Yeah, you I kind put of a lock have on to, the bedroom door. I don't want anybody coming in, and taking, exactly. helping themselves to my stuff. Exactly, yeah, no, absolutely. but it's like, or else you go right. Wh- what are my options here? My option here is to call out the 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 sister who perpetrated the. But then she crime, outs herself as having gone into the. And then, and also, 
she's actually creating internal family drama when yeah, she's the blow in. Yeah, and yeah, that's just not, it's not that. worth no, it. It's not it's clever, no. And I think she knows that ultimately at the end of the day, the necklace returning itself or not. And by the way, she can kind of get a bit of both. Your idea of like making the drama about looking for the necklace is a great way to keep the necklace still in the picture without calling Directly. the sister out yeah. on her behaviour because the reality of it is going down that line and going, you are a murderer is kind of, yeah, it's no, kind of, it's a bit over the top and it's not necessary and it would be I think it would be more detrimental to the relationships within the house than if she just lets it slide. Because at the end of the day, she just really doesn't know the motives. None of us know the motive behind it's the necklace. Very odd. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people saying she should just take back the necklace. And just uh, say uh, nothing. And say nothing that's or probably, yeah, that's wear it and give, her the, give the sister the evil eye. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And whatever that is. Uh, that what age are the sisters? I feel that's a huge part missing from the story, says Keith, i.e. nine years old versus 20. <laughs> that's a good point. That kind of yeah, this could be uh, like a six-year-old. Who, yeah. Just ran, oh, <laughs> um, yeah. Or a 14-year-old or whatever. I mean, it's that's like, very true. You yeah. Know, and that's all, yeah, I agree. I agree. I don't that's think we not, did a good like, job no. on that one but, at all. But then again, let's assume they're adults. He's, he's the only boy in a family of five, so there's now... God, Six, seven, so a lot of people. She's not saying that all only one necklace. There's only one necklace. Well, we don't know they're all still living at home. Uh, we don't. She's kind of given the impression. Yeah, that she they're... gives the impression. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's that, maybe they have a huge. Yeah, because she says yeah. one of his sisters went a little bit red when I mentioned it. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe just run for the hills. But even even the reddening thing, I think, is a sign of somebody who recognises that the situation is either somewhere in the embarrassing yeah. truth of things. So that's not a reaction if you, you do if you're like a hardened no, criminal. No, no, You'd be a little no. bit more kind of... Yeah. You see, you know what it might have been? She might have... Okay, the sister went into their room they're that's not long snoop. living there. She's having a snoop. Yeah. yeah. She goes, oh, that's a nice necklace. She tries it on. Uh, she, you know, she brings it into her own bedroom to try it on. Look at herself. Who hasn't done that? Then, who hasn't done that? <laughs> and then she gets distracted. Something happens. Somebody's coming in the front door. Blah, blah. She leaves it on the locker, which is why it's so easy to find. And then forgets she's left Don't it there. Maybe yeah. it wasn't theft at all. Just idiocy. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, I was there. I'm that there. was like watching a movie show. That, that was, was yeah, great. Was really good, yeah. That was very, really good. I'm all there. there. Yeah. Yes, no, I yeah. think you're right. <laughs> yeah. There it is. There you go. Yeah, I think you're goes. dead right. And now she's in a situation where she can't give it back. No. Yeah. But I do think she wants it back. She can do that thing that Barbara suggested, where she just you know continues to hunt for it in a place where it could not be. Like it's still in her bedroom or underneath. The, you know the. And there the is sofa. also she could she. I mean, depending on the relationship, I would be very careful about doing this. She could actually say to the boyfriend. I I know that my necklace See, this is, is in your sister's actually... room. Even if she said, "I walked past the door the other day, the door was open, I saw yeah. it on the locker." Yeah, yeah. Can you get it back for me? See, I don't this again, make it comes back to the same point, though. It's it's always going to be the point where is the value sentimental uh, yes. or or monetary oh, of the necklace equal to the value of you, like disc- just unsettling the friendship? But there's also the principle that if the if this mad sister gets away with stealing this necklace then she might be going in and helping herself to something more important That's the next time. go. Yeah. Ultimately, at the end of the day, it's not really about the necklace. It's about whether or not this letter writer can actually hold her wish and actually not develop this kind of <clears throat> fury directed towards this. But it's sister. also about establishing a boundary that like, you know, she's not happy for your woman to come in and start helping herself to her bits and pieces. Like, <laughs> Oh no, absolutely not. Uh, someone says, wear the necklace. 
as you bid your final goodbye to the whole family, <laughs> get out now or accept a life sentence of spite and deceit. Crikey. The, yeah, I think she has a point. Somebody else says she wrote in too early. She should have given the sister the chance to return the necklace anon- anonymously or leave it somewhere or indeed find it and become a hero. That won't happen now because the sister has heard your discussion on it. She's going to sell it now. Uh, <laughs> scour Dundee for it and set up a sting operation. <laughs> That's that's where you'll find it now, yeah. Right, Uh, I have a lovely friendship group. There are four of us, and we always make time once a month, uh, sometimes twice a month, for a coffee and a lunch kind of thing. Sometimes it's a night out, uh, but that's uh, more rare. However, there is one in the group who talks way too much, and always about themselves. They don't listen to what the rest of us have to say. They don't care for our opinions, and they're very dismissive. She wasn't always like this. It's only in the last year or so. I have met her the odd time on her own, and she is the exact same. She asks me a question and almost cuts me off to practically answer it herself. It's very frustrating. I'd like to tell her the truth, but the other girls say it's not worth it. But why would we subject ourselves to that annoyance every time we meet? I want to tell her to be less selfish. It's not all about her. And we are also sitting at this table with things to say. How do I say that without it sounding so catty? Yeah, <laughs> did, uh, did, uh, this is a difficult one because um, mm. it's, it's about the way internal dynamics work within groups and about how some people believe they always have the talking stick and other people who, for various reasons, either they're just more skilled or more used to being listeners can kind of allow certain people to just be the talkers and then Mm. when the talker says they do their broadcast and then they just don't want to be in the group anymore because they've got their emotional value out of out of the scenario and they want to move on Um, those those kind of things develop and it's interesting though that she said that this person wasn't always like this and so has something happened that that I mean apart from you know a global pandemic and being locked up in your room (laughs) she hasn't spoken to anybody in two years I mean apart from that is is there something else that, that could have happened that's created you know this need to always be the person that has the news and that and to be talking about themselves are, you know are they missing some form of emotional attachment or communication that they had before i don't know but assuming that nothing untoward has happened to this person i feel that the communication rules that you allow to happen within your groups are always regardless of the strength of individual personalities they're always within your purview to change because listening is an active listening is just as powerful as talking and people forget that people forget that you can actually shut down a talker by moving on to listen to somebody else and that's just what you do and if you mm. and if you have a group of people that agree that somebody is acting you know talking too much and controlling the scenario and it's rude which I'm not even sure that this is what's happening here by the way which we'll talk about in a moment but I, I think that ultimately you can actually say, look, right, girls, if there's a scenario when somebody wants to talk and the other and the, and the talking stick is being monopolised, just talk and we'll just listen. And that's something that you can arrange. But I mean, that seems too manipulative to me. And it also seems like that, that if you're feeling like one of your friends is in this scenario, often it's because you want to be in that limelight yourself. Yeah. You have stuff, an emotional need that you want to get off your chest. So I wonder whether or not, despite your description of this friend and the big change that's happened, has something happened with you that makes you feel that you're not getting the attention and the opportunity to share what's going on in your life with your friends and and if that's the case then you know that's that's a, that's the sort of a darker side to this thing and I, I wonder if that's what's really going on interesting mm. yeah i mean you know again i mean when i read this i kind of thought like you know most friendship groups are 
kind of, you know, whether they've, it doesn't say where they, yeah, um, you know, who've evolved from whatever scenario, be it from school or workplace or mm. neighbours or whatever way. They're usually a kind of motley group of people, you know, mm. three or four people, um, you know, and there's the talker and there's the, the, the less uh, talkative people and there's the, you know, the funny person and the, you know, serious person and the whatever. Um and this, you know, in this friend group, there is somebody who talks too much uh, and, and makes it all about themselves. But the fact that the others in the group are saying, yeah, well, there you go. Like, but, you mm, know, just yeah. it's not worth getting our knickers in a twist about, it, you know, kind of backs up what you're saying. Is that really, I don't understand what this woman's problem is. Yes. Like yeah. if the the one in the group is being a bit of a pain in the ass and is monopolising the conversation and making it all about herself, I do not understand why the woman who wrote into us meets her on her own. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, because she says, you yeah. know, sometimes I meet her on my own and then she doesn't, she asks me a question, she answers herself. Then don't meet her on your own. Don't yeah. meet her on your own. Only meet her within the friends. And I think your idea of, you know, somebody else will talk and everybody will listen to the somebody else talking you know, is a way of But of, we, do of that, we do that subconsciously it. anyway and yeah. that's not as, as Machiavellian as they kind of made it sound. It's something that people do anyway because if people are going, oh, shut up, Bernie, that's what, the, you know, people do swing attention away because yeah. somebody else, thank God somebody else is talking. But the other thing which I think, you know, often comes up here in, in a situation like this where the person who's written into us kind of feels that it's their job to change somebody. Do you know what I mean? Like yes. that I should yeah. say it to her and fix <laughs> yeah. her because this bit of her is broken. Well, do you know what? If your friend is happy enough, it's not up to you to fix her. You're not the boss of her. You know what I mean? Mm. If she annoys you, don't meet her on your own. Um, but like, in my experience, people rarely change. You can't manipulate people into changing necessarily in, no. in a kind of fundamental way. Um, and I don't know what you think you'd gain by actually saying it to her or how you would say it to her, but especially... She, she does say this woman has changed in the last year. But as is... Declan said, you know, I mean, you, I don't think you can hardly use, God, you talk a lot now, Mary. What happened to you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, that's a bit of a strange... <laughs> yeah. I would just, like, st- stop focusing on it. I think she's obsessing about it a little bit and stop focusing on it so much and go along with the rest of your friends who are going, that's just the way she is. And if she wasn't always like that, she'll most likely go back to the way she was. Um, you know, I just, I, I would just let it go. I just, I do think that there is something in the fact that she's that the, the person who wrote the letter in feels like in order to feel like somebody else is talking, you need to be having the thought that I want to say something or I want to be heard because otherwise, you know, you chat away. I've got nothing to say, so I might as well listen to this droning on from you, Barbara, rather than, rather than that. me. I, I knew where that was going. Yeah, I knew that's where he was going. I could see, I he gets meant. this look in his eye across the studio <laughs> that I know. I th- I'm going to get a kick here now. Oh, there it is. Yeah, in those groups as well, um, when you have a, a very old friendship group, everybody kind of has a role. Yes. Really. And there are people who tend to talk more than, uh, than others. I've a friend, there's four of us. We, you know, we know yeah. each other since like we were in school kind of thing. And everybody has a, you know, I'm the handsome one, obviously. Clearly, Clearly uh, yeah. Uh, but, but it would seem to me that the person who's written into us has found because the other woman is talking more than she used to, her role is somehow diminished or changed. And that might be the source of her resentment. Maybe she was the, the talkative talk one. Yeah, that's which that's that's actually kind of even to where I was thinking, and that makes total sense to me. That it, you know, it has, but has it happened like that? Is that what's happening? And often again, it's like somebody, some people are just not very good at listening, and they just find it really dull and they don't want to and that's not what they want from people <laughs> yeah. but yeah, not everybody I mean very often the person I like who, listening so <laughs> over to you Barbara oh, right yeah but very often the person who tends to be the one who talks most tends to be the better storyteller maybe the more entertaining 
or maybe the funnier person. Do you know what I mean? Who, who, and that's why people allow them to talk more because they're bringing some kind of entertainment value. And it does sound like maybe this person who's now decided to be the talkative one is actually not very interesting <laughs> and is making it all about themselves. And I get that, that that's a bit frustrating. But as I say, do you know, I would just let it go. And don't be meeting her on your own if it really annoys you that much. Mm-hmm. Few comments on that one. I'm in a group with someone like this. I began to just talk over her and I kept going. So she had to stop talking and everyone else listened then. She was always like that, though. Yeah. Uh, someone else says, nope, uh, I disagree. I have a mate who runs, who ruins a night out dictating conversations. Very frustrating. Uh, and someone else says, this is where male-female differences are highlighted. Men would handle this with banter and fairly merciless slagging. So she's asking the guy if VHA covered the personality transplant. But I guess that's, that's a line you've used before. It's a, uh, but I guess that's not the female way. But I think uh, women, tackle it lightly and she'll dial it down. Yeah, women can't do banter at all or slagging. I need some actually uh, these two questions are related very similar I, I need some advice on ending meaningless small talk at work so I can get my work done I'm a hardcore introvert who happens to be good at extroverting I care for my colleagues and they're all lovely but I'm often very drained and distracted by this small talk my work is busy and I'm a mother of three young children so my minutes matter I need to get out of work on time and this silly chatter delays me getting my tasks done what do other people do to avoid getting stuck by the damned water cooler or coffee machine without losing valuable time it's an open plan office so I can't hide away any tips (laughs) I think I've said the same thing about the the last two problems but you know again why can't you just say sorry lads I'm busy snowed under got a lot to do need to be out here on time good luck now yeah and leave the conversation at the water cooler or at the coffee machine or whatever it is um, you know so again I suppose I'm kind of going really is this really a problem but actually what I think also is I have a feeling that this person who wrote in is looking for some kind of commentary on what she describes as silly chatter and meaningless small talk. Like there's quite a lot of judgment in the kind of talk mm. that is preventing her from doing um, from doing your work. Like it may or may not be silly and meaningless, um, but it's clearly something most of the others enjoy. Um, and if she doesn't, that's fine. There's no rule that says, and you can do it without being rude or offending anybody by just saying, sorry, lads, you know, I've, loads of stuff I need to get done so I'm going enjoy your chat and go you don't need to fix again other people and get them to stop in order for you to be able to do your work if you're an introvert though and you find that these little um, small talk moments are painful and they don't come easy to you it becomes like an actual chore and like anything that's a chore you have to kind of almost steal yourself for it get ready for it do it and then you know and then but she says she's good at extroverting I don't really understand that anyway well maybe she's she's putting it on yeah Yeah. Yeah. it's not going to take her all that energy then that you're talking about if she's good at it. No, but that's still energy. It's And it's energy that isn't isn't coming natural. She's putting that on okay. and she'd rather not be putting it on. She just wants to be herself because then it's a lot less draining. So she can just be herself, say hello, do her work and get out of there because she's at work to work and that's the way it's compartmentalised for her and all that kind of stuff. Um, so when this, maybe this is a guy, by the way, I just realised I'm not sure. Oh no, she's, she's a mother. Um, I think fundamentally though, what this person is looking for is, is a way to just end a conversation without being, without but appearing to be 
busy. Yeah. yeah. Why is she so busy? I think, I've been older. I think stuff to do. the whole feeling of an interaction feels so overwhelming that something is, that may be like quite simple to you to, to say that doesn't doesn't seem as simple to somebody who for whom but I, but the interaction be, is quite I mean, difficult. I get the introvert being good at extroverting thing. Um, but is she not kind of just overthinking it a little bit? Yeah, like, but that's, uh, that's exactly, that is exactly what is happening. She's overthinking it because she's an introvert who's pretending to be an extrovert. So she's acting and you know, what am I supposed to do here? How am I supposed to behave in this scenario so it's normal? And then she's scared of being caught. Two sentences. <laughs> well, yeah, but she's dug her, she's dug a, a small talk grave for herself. Yeah, she's good at this. She's been doing it for a while. So yeah. suddenly she changes tack and everyone's going, what happened? But again, all she, all she has to do busy. is say, I'm snowed under. Got a lot yeah. of work on and I need to get out in time. Kids, blah, see you later. Two yeah. seconds. Really, I don't think a huge amount of mental I energy. I think so. If you do that once, fine. If you do it five times, okay, she's very busy. If you do it every single but time, but you know what? No, you're just like, breaking Whoa. a habit. We were talking about this. It just becomes a habit. Yeah, but it's this just habit a habit that she's hanging around and being sucked into this place that she doesn't want to be in because she's got a load of work too and she's got kids and she has to go home. Uh, but once you break the habit, once people get you, I mean, you know, it'll be a two day wonder. And then people will kind of accept that Mary's gone back to her desk because she's busy and she's. And we don't like Mary anymore. I don't necessarily that's think what we she's don't afraid like. Of, though. I think that's the whole point. Is the whole point is that a lot of people who, who don't do this sociable side of thing think that if they don't play the sociable game, that the consequences is that people don't like them anymore because mm. people like chatty people. People like the ones who stand around talking they about whatever. They say that she's a bit boring, but like, you know, that's, I don't think they dislike her, would they? And I think that's why in this letter she doesn't sound like she up, wants to be she you wants doesn't like them they're all airheads she yeah. wants to make that judgement yeah. yeah. that's why she wants that judgement she then, wants that judgement to be like so instead of her being the boring one they're the trivial ones and that's the problem that's fine but I mean if she doesn't want to be their best mates and go for drinks after work which it doesn't sound like she does because she's an introvert and she's got kids and she's very busy and she has to go what the hell does it matter yeah. We're not going to go up to her and say we hate you, Mary. We think you're a pain in the neck. But you'd be thinking us, won't you, Barbara? Yeah. When they're they're all talking, <laughs> give them something to talk about when they're in the pub. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. yeah but uh, on the subject of uh, the uh, the friend who t- uh, talks too much, uh, she probably talks too much out of nervousness and guilt, having stolen her brother's girlfriend's necklace. <laughs> Uh, Ivan says uh, an optimist sees a glass half full a pessimist sees a glass half empty a kleptomaniac just sees the glass oh, yeah. and uh, Owen says if that sister does start wearing the stolen item she really will have some neck Barbara and Declan thank you both uh, very much you are listening to the Moncrief show on News Talk we're going to take a break Moncrief brought to you by Avant Money think you're getting the best value from your bank think again weekdays at 2pm on News Talk.